At the very end of Parshas Baha'aloscha, we find a tefillah for the Rafua Shalema of Miriam Hanaviyah. Her brother, our leader, Moshe Rabbeinu, davens for the complete healing for his sister Miriam, who had contracted Sara'as for speaking Lashon Hara against him. And Moshe Rabbeinu davened with a five-word tefillah made famous today by Rabbi Lazar Azikri in the Shabbos Zemer Yedid Nefesh. Thus, Moshe Rabbeinu davened, Kel na Rafa na la translated loosely as, God, please heal, please for her. Now, although this tefillah may strike you as a short one, might we perhaps suggest that this tefillah could have been shortened even more? Was the tefillah of Moshe for Miriam too short? Or was it perhaps a little bit too long? We answer that question as we answer another dimension, one not only of Pshat, but of Remez, Drash, and Sod. So journey with me into a mystifying paradise of Parsha and imagination, which we call the Parsha Pardes. Welcome to Parsha Pardes, or Parsha Paradise, here at the Database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, where this week's Parsha is Parsha Baha Loscha. And if you enjoy Shiram like this and want to partner up with us with the sponsorship, then all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data, then base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com, to make your sponsorship today, just like Anonymous did. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, want to make recommendations, then all you have to do, once again, is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. Now, returning to our question of the tefillah of Moshe Rabbeinu for his sister Miriam. So, as I mentioned, the short tefillah could have been shortened. That is because one of the five words appears to be a little bit extra. I'll say it to you again. Kale na rifa na la. I would sing it to you, but my voice is not really there for that. Maybe you can catch me on a different day at Bal Tefillah Workshop. But in the meantime, we find the repetition of one word. Once again, kale na rifa na la. We find the word na which is often translated as please, and the word no stated twice in our Pasuk. So why does Moshe Rabbeinu say, God, please, heal um, for her, please? And several Rishonim and Mepharshim weigh in on this question and answer al shot that the first time that we find the word no is actually a Lushan of Bakasha, which means please, as, as we've been saying. But the word no has another meaning. The word no can also mean now, achshav, atah, this moment. So in this vein, the Chizkuni, the Bechor Shor, the Das, the Kenim, the Malbim, the Arachayim, they all suggest that the first time that Moshe Rabbeinu says the word no, he's saying it, Belashon Bakasha, Hashem, please, Kel no God, please, Rafa no la, then he says, heal her now at this moment. One question that we can consider as we go forward is why Moshe Rabbeinu davened in this urgent sort of way that the tefillah needed to be answered right now, right then and there. Before we address that question, let's look at Rashi for just a moment while we're continuing all peep shot. Rashi quotes the Medrash from the Sifrei Bamidbar Kuf Hay 105, and he explains that the Torah is teaching us a little bit of derech It's how we speak to other people when we want something. Usually you should begin with two or three words of tachanunim, of, of supplication, before you make your bakasha. Moshe Rabbeinu began with kel na, please God, and... Moshe Rabbeinu could have just said, He started with Kael Nun, perhaps the first time we find the word No, it's a part of the supplication. Before Moshe Rabbeinu asks for something, which can possibly explain why the word No appears twice. Now, for another possibility, we find the Nachal Kadimim, the Chida, Bishem, the Kadmonim. He quotes these Kadmonim, these ancient ones, who explain that Moshe Rabbeinu specified the word no twice so that the tefillah would be a mukubal. It sounds like there was a certain level of urgency and a certain um, a certain knowledge that Moshe Rabbeinu had that if he would say the word no twice, almost like adding on the pressure, 
pressing Hashem, as it were, that the tefillah would be answered. Why this um, word is significant, we'll see shortly as we move on to Remez, where the Nachal Kedumim explains in the name of the Mamar Mordechai. He says, go look and see what I cited from the Mamar Mordechai in Parshas Ve'eschanan. Because apparently in, in Parshas Ve'eschanan, we find another tefillah from Moshe Rabbeinu, where Moshe Rabbeinu says to Hashem, Ebra no. Moshe Rabbeinu recalls how we daven that Hashem should please let him pass over um, the Ardain to be able to go into Eretz Yisrael. And Hashem said, Rav Lecha, he says, Rav Lecha, he says, stop praying, don't daven for anymore, and explains the Nachal Kedumim in the name of Marmar Mordechai, uh, had Moshe Rabbeinu said the word no an additional time when davening that he can go into Eretz Yisrael, Hashem would not have been able to turn it down. Apparently, no is the secret. At least saying it twice is the secret to getting your tefillah answered. In fact, in the name of the Mara Mordechai, the Nachal Kedumim explains that the word no, nun aleph, times two, equals michael, at least in hakolel. It's, it's one more than the word michael. And explains the Mara Mordechai that apparently tefillahs that are transferred specifically to michael they don't need bedika. They don't need to be investigated for the worth of the person being davened for, the worth of the person davening. It's just an easy pass. Moshe Rabbeinu was apparently hoping for an easy pass on this tefillah, that Miriam should be answered immediately. But again, why was it so urgent? Before we answer that question, I'll give you another remez in the name of the Pnei David, who explains that the Rashi Tevos of the words na rifa na, which will translate loosely again as please heal, please, so it actually spells out the word, or the, the letters, Nun Resh Nun, which says the Pnei David is an abbreviation for Nefesh Ruach Neshama, different expressions for different parts of the soul of the human being. What we see from the Pnei David is that Moshe Rabbeinu was not just davening for the physical healing, the Rufuas HaGuf, but literal Rufuas HaNefesh, Rufuas Ruach, and Rufuas Neshama, that Moshe Rabbeinu was davening for a complete, complete Rufuah, even in the spiritual sense, for his sister. But once again, why was it so urgent that Moshe Rabbeinu get this tefillah answered right now? That Moshe Rabbeinu had to add an extra word? So the answer really seems, from al Pidrash at least, that Moshe Rabbeinu's extra word was to allow this tefillah to be a shorter tefillah. Because in fact, the Bamidbar uh, Rabbah, the Sifrei I should say, as well as the Gemara in Brachos, and Daf Lama Dalad Amid Aleph, also quoted by Rashi, that Moshe Rabbeinu was actually nervous to not make it seem as though he would spend a longer time davening for his sister than he davened for the Bnei Israel. In fact, we learn a lot of halachos from this. We learn from Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah that you don't have to say the name of the person that you're davening for, even though it helps. But not only that, a tefillah can be as long as a 40-day tefillah, like Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah for the Bnei Israel, or it could be five words, like Moshe Rabbeinu davened for Miriam. But Moshe Rabbeinu apparently worried about a tircha tzibura, and maybe we could even argue that it would have been appropriate for Moshe Rabbeinu to spend more time davening for someone from his immediate family. But Moshe Rabbeinu did not want to give off even such an impression. Perhaps Moshe himself thought it was inappropriate. And in this vein, the Midrash Lekach Tov says that there's actually a time to lengthen your davening, and there's a time to shorten your davening. When it came to post-Egel Hazav, Moshe Rabbeinu davened for a very long time. But at this time, or as the Medrash points out, when the Bnei Yisrael were at the Yam Tzuf, Hashem says, that was a time to shorten your tefillah. So what it seems is that that which made Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah a little bit longer by one word actually made it shorter in the long run. Now as we move on to Sod, we get a little bit more of a window into why it is sometimes appropriate to shorten a tefillah. The Zohar in Chelek Aleph, Chavda Adam and Bez, that's 124b, 
the Zohar differentiates between the world of the Vav and the world of the Yud. He explains that the Vav, that's the long world, and the Yud is the short world. The Vav is the, is the longer-lasting world, but the Yud is this world, the needs of the material world. And the Zohar explains that when it comes to matters of the longer world, your tefillos should be longer. I guess when you're davening for things that are spiritual, when you're davening for things that are lashanayim, things that have to do with your ruchnias, so those tefillos should appropriately be longer. But says the Zohar, when it comes to tefillos of this world, it's more appropriate for the tefillah to be a shorter one. For the short world, we daven short tefillahs, we daven short prayers. We can learn a lot about what our priority should be when we daven. We could also learn a lot about tirchad tzibura. We should learn about when we should be makatzer, when we should shorten our tefillahs. This might be a good tip for about tefillah workshop as well. But more importantly, for our own growth, for our own tefillahs, when we're davening to Hashem, what we should prioritize, what should we spend more time davening for. And even the things that are appropriate to daven for in this world, you should realize how much time to devote to it. it. should be a nice short tefillah. And on that note, we will cut the shear here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us here at the database.